Keep their yolks runny and their dough sour. Yum! It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh, Alex Dyson, I'm, I've got the COVID here. Oh no! It is it is really getting out of out of control here. It's starting to get a bit long as well. I mean, it's 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 getting a bit ridiculous because my my partner just keeps looking at me, just going, "Please!" Like literally begging me to go to the hairdresser. So, I, but I'm sorry, Boo. That's my hairdresser's name, by the way. I'm sorry, Boo. Oh, I thought yours. I thought that was the nickname for your partner. <laughs> you no, you no. Boo. Thought no. you were doing a bit of Nelly and Kelly Rowland on me right there. No, my, my hairdresser's name is Boo. I'm sorry, Boo. I, I haven't seen you for a very long time. I'm I'm just I just I'm not ready to go back to the hairdresser yet. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, well, have, you, have you ever do the home the home job? Oh, mate, I did the home job for bloody twenty years. <laughs> who I've who only, cut it? I've only recently got rich enough to afford a hairdresser. <laughs> Well, Ian Dyson did a lot of shearing uh, while I was Wait, growing up. My dad, I used to sit in this little wicker chair out in the backyard. He'd stuff newspaper down my collar and I would cry every time. Every time, <laughs> bawling my eyes out. It's too short. <laughs> Anyways, um, so oh, love what man. you do, boo. Just not ready to come back quite yet. Um, All right, well, hope your weekend's gone well. The only reason I know that it's a Monday is this podcast is back. Um, the day is just absolutely <laughs> bleeding into one another. And when, when there's football on every day, it's just it just makes it even more confusing. But I know it is a Monday and I hope you are having a good one. Very excited to be bringing you a uh, big show today. We got some click fish. We're talking to uh, incredible drag queen Lisa Mann as well. That's something quite cool that uh, she's been involved with recently. And uh, speaking of football, Matt O'Kine, up next we'll let you know <laughs> a weird punishment that the Richmond Tigers have imposed on a few of their players. Uh, undisciplined acts. Yeah, uh, I was very confused in a, uh, <laughs> about <laughs> this. Quite a weird situation. So uh, that's coming up next. It's all part of All Day Breakfast. Hello. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Yes, Matt. All sorts of undisciplined behavior happening over the weekends with varying results. Um, one young Sydney Swans player, Elijah Taylor, a uh, bit of a bit of a rough one, of course. Oh. Taking Bro. quarantine very seriously, these sporting codes. They don't want to be shut down. And so <laughs> they only allow certain people into the area, but poor Elijah wanted a little bit of time with the girlfriend and she was found in the bubble. Um, <laughs> <I'd-> <laughs> this is serious stuff that this guy's he's been suspended for the rest of the season, right? Because his because his partner snuck into the into the accommodation into the resort that they're all staying in. I'm I don't know thinking, whether uh, the the John Logbier, the coach of the Swans, just pulling down the doona. I like yeah, a romantic exactly. comedy and seeing the girlfriend in there, <laughs> like the some boarding school principal or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's like oh, I mean, man. the the club itself has been fined fifty thousand dollars for this breach, right? Which, I mean, that is an expensive route. Let's be honest. That is the most. Would you say that's the most expensive route that any couple has like ever had in the history of Australian routes? Well, we don't know <laughs> if what was happening in the bedroom. You would. Been... You would have. There would have to be. You could only have broken like some antique bed made out of ivory or something like that. You know what I mean? Like that could be a more expensive romp. Yeah. Than well, that. wasn't um. 
Donald Trump's $120,000, you know, pay off to Stormy Daniels. That's Uh, that's that's $120,000. That's US dollars. So that's even, that's even a little bit more. Uh, but yeah. you know that is that is, a, and he's been suspended um, until the end of. Although, the Although, to be um, fair, they say children will cost you about two hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> so end. maybe, maybe the We're one that brought about it. your daughter was even more expensive. <laughs> How much coin have you dropped on little Sophia over the last sixteen months, mate? Oh my lord, she go, she anyway. burns through books and toys and all of it, mate. It's anyway. Yeah, it's, so that's that's a more sort of sanctioned um, penalty. What's been an unusual penalty? Penalty is uh, a bit of a um, I guess you could call it a gentleman's agreement amongst the uh, the Richmond Tigers who. Uh, had a little bit of undisciplined play over the weekend. A few players giving away 50-metre penalties. And so <laughs> apparently uh, for their upcoming games, if anyone else in the team gives away any more 50s, um, their punishment will be to change Captain Trench Cochin's new baby's nappy <laughs> as punishment. They're on nappy wow. duty. Again, <clears throat> Matt receiving both of these punishments for his route. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm getting punished many times a day. I got to tell you, I mean, look, it's not the, it's not the worst thing in the world changing nappies, but it's certainly no, not did the you, best. Were you nervous going into the nappy change life? Oh my god! Of course I was. I was so nervous because you just also like you just don't know how to d- deal with. Everything that's down there, you know what I mean? And it's just like of, so. Of course, as someone, Matt, you eat chips with your index and middle finger. You don't touch it with your thumb. So as someone who has very particular ways of using yeah, your hands. Yeah, I don't, it's just, it's just dirty. It's messy. It's so, like, it's, it's only, it only starts to get smelly about six months in, to be honest. They've got the good poops. They're much runnier. <laughs> They're like that nice liquidy brown color. They're much easier oh, to wipe sorry. off. I mean, once you get the real thick stuff getting caked right oh, into everywhere. <laughs> can we uh, can we veer this back onto the road to unusual punishments map? Have you had one over any anything over the years? What, what uh, were, um... Oh, I mean, well, look, remember when I turned up late to that uh, that show once on uh, yeah. on our past radio station? Our boss made me do a, a burpee for every minute that I was late. Yeah, and it was about uh, 90 from memory, no, it was more than ninety. It was hundred and twenty-three, I believe, and I ended up vomiting. <laughs> uh, so that- tell us about the color and consistency of the vomit, Matt. <laughs> that was that was uh, a strange um, punishment. Why? What have you been punished for? Well, I just I was just thinking about well, punishments in the past, and I remember in grade three there was a system where if you did good things, it's almost like Hogwarts. You did good things, you got points in the class and you got put that up and you could get prizes. You got bad, you got different coloured beads got put on your little thing and then mm. you had to pick up certain amounts of rubbish. So like oh, a yep. green bead was worth 10 pieces of rubbish. Mm. And so, yeah, I remember my mate Andrew back in the day, it was, was had been very naughty, maybe not putting up his hand to talk, uh, those kind of things. Got about 350 pieces of rubbish uh, that he had to pick up, which Whoa. in a school, you know, it's almost impossible. So what... His plan was he ground a biscuit up into the into the bag and counted sort of the crumbs as their own oh, individual pieces of rubbish. Stupid. <laughs> that is such a thing you do as a kid and you're like, aha, no. I'm breaking I'm I'm cheating the system here. Um, but yeah, um, we'd so- love you to let you know if you've had any unusual punishments. Maybe your punishment was to change a nappy, maybe yard duty, maybe burpees, whatever it is. If you're uh, you know, parents, teachers, uh, whoever 
came up with them, please get in touch with us, matt.and.alex on Instagram. Hit our Discord as well. That'd be great. Yeah. Hey, look, uh, a bit of other news coming out across the weekend. Some uh, nail biter, absolute nail biter between the Queensland Firebirds and the GWS Giants uh, within the uh, in the netball, super netball, 61 to 61, first draw of the season. Down to the wire. Down to the wire. Um, but also, I was I was watching on uh, the TV um, early morning yesterday, and I couldn't help but uh, notice because I get up early in the morning. Back in the day, insiders forget it, right? Like Tom Ballard used to say, we've said it before. If you're watching insiders, you know you're either. I don't know. I can't remember his joke. I think he referred to it as it. regret o'clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rather than, um, right, you've usually the, stayed the up. The discourse needs to happen. <laughs> but um, now that I've got a, a little baby, I'm up quite early and I uh, couldn't help but notice this little ditty coming out from former Labor leader Bill Shorten. If I can put it in really plain English, Mr Morrison needs to make sure that he doesn't look like he's just a simp to Donald Trump on this very important issue. Just explain simp. No, soft. <laughs> Now, now, now one, that's interesting. Talking plain English, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but using quite a relatively recent internet term to do to, uh, I guess, meme Scott Morrison to death. Is that what he's having to do there, Bill Shorten? Well, of course, this is okay. So it was in regards to an Afghan soldier has is uh, getting sort of being part of a uh, of, of a prisoner swap deal with the US. This soldier killed three Australian um, soldiers, so. Uh, the, you know, Bill Shorten's trying to say that Scott Morrison is, is letting Trump do whatever he wants in this situation. He's got to make sure that he stands a firmer ground. He believed that Malcolm Turnbull was a little bit harder with Trump. But, yeah, dropping the old simp there, this this made a lot of ripples around the, uh, around the headlines. I mean, is it the f- most f- fierce, biggest burn that he could have given uh, Scott <laughs> Morrison? I don't know. But, I mean, as far as politics go, it's, it was certainly the most leet. Yeah, well, it's interesting in that I guess he could have said, oh, I, I absolutely stan Joe Biden or something like that, <laughs> but Scott Morrison's a simp and just like start using these different terms for which, if you don't know, it's become synonymous with people who are sort of like almost a lapdog. It's just like absolutely fawning over someone to the point where it's ab- just pathetic. All we know here at All Day Breakfast is when it comes to politics, it's... Uh, it's a hell of a burn. If I can put it in really plain English, Mr Morrison needs to make sure that he doesn't look like he's just a simp to Donald Trump on this very important issue. Just explain simp. No, soft. Turn down for what? Oh, oh my God! Oh, somebody get me a little bit All day break. Alex. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. No, I feel a buzz. Adokan, you got a no junk mail sticker on your letterbox? Hell no. I love junk mail. <laughs> Honestly, love I the do. the junk. Oh, do I ever. I used to. Loves I, a bit of junk in the trunk, old yeah, Okan. Do you know what? When I see people with no junk mail things on their, on their letterbox, I just think you must hate fun. Honestly, that is they what sort of life is that to live? You got to enjoy the little the little things in life, you know? I mean, I love personally, love I love a JB Hi-Fi crap. <laughs> I mean, I just love I love looking through the I love knowing how much TVs cost. I'm not joking. Yeah. I love 
I love knowing how much they cost and imagining I have one huge, a huge one. I mean, I already have a pretty yeah. big one thanks to Samsung, but I. Do- <laughs> oh my god! Okay, this is this is not part of the plan. Thank you. Um, well, the story is that Coles have stopped their junk mail and people like Matt O'Kine, he must, he loves fun, but he hates trees. They're not going to be putting out their junk mail anymore. Uh, and it will save potentially <laughs> 10,000 tons of paper a year, which uh, Coles Group CEO Stephen Cade says was equivalent to 80,000 trees. Yeah. Will no longer a- be uh, pulped up <clears throat> and distributed, brandishing the half price twinings in Earl Grey tea. Here's the thing about trees, Alex Dyson. Can't watch footy on him, can you? Exactly. <laughs> so we need. I need to know. Sometimes I need to get rid of some trees to get us some TVs. So, <laughs> so now, by the way, if you're if you're into the environment, and and a lot of you are, please don't don't get at me. I'm joking. All right. I love the environment. I'm a huge fan of it. <laughs> also loves. <laughs> All the raw materials made to <laughs> to make TVs, no, as well look, as it to make catalogs. Yeah, ten thousand tons of paper, eighty thousand trees. Um, I mean, and they're all look. I think a lot of these major corporations are making them. They're they're doing things as best they can to improve the environment based on consumer yeah. feedback and stuff. But people are saying, right, because it's all moving online. There are some there are some people, professors, etc., who study this sort of stuff, looking at data collection, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that. This is all going to be a very interesting. This is all an interesting ploy from uh, from these companies because they will tailor the catalog to exactly what you search, what you like. If they uh, notice that you don't algorithms, yeah, they notice that you never yeah. ever buy meat products. So they'll be like, well, they won't advertise meat products. They'll be they'll be looking at that that you know mushroom patties and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't mind the the JV sort of catalogs as much. It is the supermarket ca- market categories. The supermarket catalogs, I'm not a big fan of because I've got to go there anyway. I'll see them in the shop and I will get what I need, which is why the Aldi catalog always baffles me because it's store policy that as you're leaving the store with the items that you have purchased, the person will say to you, oh, you want a catalog? I'm like... No, I've, I've just been just to your shop. It. I've just bought everything I need. Yeah, but you Why know. Why would I need a catalogue on the way out? Because Aldi's so- Like maybe a concierge at the door going, care to see the menu, sir? <laughs> like something like that. Rather because than Aldi afterwards. sells weird stuff that you might have missed on your way through. You, you'll get the catalogue and be like, oh, I could have bought three, three um, alpaca whispers. You know, <laughs> oh, I could have bought two dreams about hair dye. You know, like that's that's the sort of weird stuff that Aldi sells. So you can, you can it find is, it. It is an intriguing catalogue. But we did ask you, you know, what's junk mail? Do you just sort of wait by the letterbox for? What is it coming into your letterbox that you're just absolutely mad keen on? Do you know I um, oh, I once I feel so embarrassed even talking about this. I fully once got busted looking at the bras and things. Junk mail, man. Nothing will shame you more when you're about ten years old than getting busted looking at the bras and things catalog. I still feel embarrassed by that. Anyway, busted you? It wasn't even my dad or anything like that. It was like this older billet that we had in our house, and he was like, ah, ha, ha. and I was like, no. It was. I was just look. I was just trying to find some. Oh man! 
I just wanted I, to see. I was, I was reading it for the things. <laughs> I didn't need the bras. I just wanted the things. <laughs> anyway, Paige, uh, we asked you which junk mail you live for. What are, what are you keen to get in the mailbox? Oh, I'm living for the Audi catalogs. Love them. Oh, you are oh, an you Audi catalog like fan. Aldi. Big Audi catalog fan. What, now, I, wait, hold on. How, how do you feel about Aldi? it? Is this some sort of ploy? Are you, are you <laughs> Paige no, Aldi? No, no. no okay, I'm not fair sponsored. Enough. Fair enough. So, yeah, what do you like oh. about it? Um, I just love, you just never know what's going to be in them. And can I say, the catalogs are always two weeks ahead of what's in store. So even oh. though you might be going there, you might be looking, you get an exciting sneak peek of what's going to be there in two weeks' time. That's why I love them. <laughs> I love them. So you get them on the way out of the shop? <laughs> no, because they're on my phone and I get them to, at my house, so I don't want to double up. <laughs> <laughs> but you just get that. You get junk mail sent to the phone now. Oh, well, you can get the app, but it's still not as ahead as the catalogs that you get in the mail. Yeah, you want uh, okay, you want good. that hard I'd copy, love it. you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah, I remember 100%. I remember being a bit younger <laughs> and lying in bed and reading the Australia Post junk mail like you know, like it was a picture book. Just you know, yeah, they have some s- weird as seen on TV things at <laughs> Australia yeah, Post. They got some they? real <laughs> weird stuff. Who's the shop? I want to post a letter <laughs> and make zoodles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, what do you Matt, I, I don't know, Matt <laughs> It'd be funny if you got busted reading the bras and things catalog on your phone. Like there's there's better there's better things on the internet that you could have got, mate. Yeah, yeah, um, that's my So bad. any tip, any tips, anything you've seen in a catalog and purchased page as a result? Oh, always with Aldi. You you think you don't need it, and then you go in and you're like, yeah, I will use you know 400 freezer containers, and yeah. I'll buy two sets of them. Yeah, like now that I think about it, I do need two litres of semi-trailer window cleaner. You know, it's always the weirdest stuff. Some rock climbing shoes look very comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give it a go. Thank you so much, Paige. We'll catch you later. Thanks. Thanks a lot to Paige for joining us there. Obviously, her parents named her after the pages of a of a junk mail. I would say. Hey, I, Matt. The, the daughter's name for people who love an Aldi catalog. <laughs> call Matt. Call him Paige. Matt and Alex are with you. It is all day breakfast. Hey, and up next we've got producer Bron dropping in for a little click. Bloop, 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 bloop. Click fish. Smell toast. Yes, Matt, we here at All Day Breakfast know how tempting some uh, clickbait articles can be. Like a cherry pie sitting on a journalistic windowsill. They tempt us (laughs) with their delicious twirling (laughs) steam. But luckily we have a... uh, Someone at the court who can taste our uh, cherry pie for us and make sure it's not poisoned. It's producer Ron with Clickfish. (laughs) Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Producer Bron, you can do, you can be the, uh, the person who gets the whiff of the smoke and then floats up (laughs) through the steams. Like, like you know, like uh, gets led to the windowsill, floats up to it. Am I describing that correctly? It's very hard to describe. 
a like coyote floating you know? on smell. Yeah, <laughs> it's like difficult. floating on the smell steam of a Nose baked first. pie. All right, <laughs> so. Brian, will you be our coyote? Um, I will okay. be your coyote. <laughs> Thank you. I'll Thank be you, your, your Homer Simpson, which yeah, leads you... me to my first topic, guys. Ooh, oh, the Segway yes. Queen at it okay. again. All right, Brian, let's see what we got. First article. So this is from The Guardian, pretty highbrow. So the headline is Trump campaign advisor gets into Twitter spat with Marge Simpson. Have you guys Ooh. seen this? No, I haven't. No, I didn't know that Marge was on the on Twitter. To be honest, um, is it a, is it an official Marge Simpson account or is it a fan run account? So it's the official Simpsons account. So what's happened is Jenna Ellis, who's a senior Trump campaign advisor, she posted on Twitter to say Kamala Harris sounds like Marge Simpson. So Harris is the Democratic Party's. Um, vice presidential nominee for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And she said, so Jenna Ellis said that she sounds like Marge Simpson. And then Marge Simpson clapped back on Twitter and um, she said this. I usually don't get into politics, but the president's senior advisor, Jenna Ellis, just said Kamala Harris sounds like me. Lisa says she doesn't mean it as a compliment. If that's so, as an ordinary suburban housewife, I'm starting to feel a little disrespected. I teach my children not to name call Jenna. I was going to say I'm pissed off, but I'm afraid they bleep it. <gasps> oh, <laughs> man, maybe that's a bit of turn down for what, huh? Wow. And then Alice responded with the lamest clapback of all time and said, Marge is probably going to vote Democrat by mail. How is that a clapback? What is that even? <laughs> yeah, I, even um, I, I'm probably like... referencing the controversy that uh, the current administration is hamstringing the, the US Postal Service so that it's difficult for people to vote in the upcoming election in COVID. Uh, but you're right. It, it's not turned down for what worthy. That's for sure, Bron. <laughs> <laughs> Marge uh, well, okay. Simpson won that round, I reckon. Yeah, Goodness absolutely. Me. Okay, well, uh, what else? Well, have we been Matt, maybe you should um, maybe you should start clapping out at uh, Lois Griffin and see if you can get a response from her on Twitter, <laughs> hey, mate. Hey, hey, <laughs> I tell you these things, all right, not to be judged or teased, all right, but to be understood and accepted. So if you don't like that, you, I'm, I won't open my mouth next time, all right? I'll have to listen to Friday's episode if you missed uh, what was going on there. You don't uh, need to listen, the to, story, don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. <laughs> the next one, so this is from Pedestrian TV. So the headline is Chappelle Corby has finally entered the reality TV phase of her public career. Oh, I saw something like this and I didn't click on it. So I'm very excited that you put it in here, Bron. What's happened? So Channel 7 um, is doing a new show called SAS Australia, which is, it sounds, it's part of the, they test the endurance of members of the UK Special Air Force Service, but with celebrities. So there's 13 people competing in this, which is Chappelle Corby's part of it, the Honey Badger, Nick Cummins is part of it, and like Shane Warne's son is also part of it for some reason. Wow. I didn't know he was famous. Mm. That might be ignorant of me. I don't know Jackson Warne is famous. Do you guys know him? I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not across now. Jackson's work, but um, but yeah, you know, I have, I have no judgment against him. 
we might all be across his work soon. With him yeah, yeah. soon. Interesting. Imagine a Interesting. romance with Shane Warne's son and Chappelle Corby. Oh, my God. That would be incredible. I really hope you're reporting on that one in a few clickfishes, you know, in a few months' time. Let's um, manifest it into reality. Anyway, let's go to the final story, shall we, Broad? So this one's from 7 News Melbourne. The headline is husband slammed over selfish act while his wife is giving birth to twins. What do you reckon he did? Um, oh, call into the Matt and Alex all day breakfast show. <laughs> <laughs> like our other um, dad-to-be, James, who uh, put his partner on the phone while she was giving birth. If you want to check it out, uh, head to I think it was the first <laughs> week of Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Uh, what do I reckon he? What do, what do you reckon he did, Alex Dyson? A selfish act while having twins. Was it was it on Instagram Live or something trying to get followers? No, the complete opposite. He just ditched. He left. Um, so he's he works for his dad, and he was saying that his dad called him up and said, "Hey, you need to get ready for a presentation at work," and he just left his wife in labor. And the dad on the phone, who's going to be the granddad to these twins, said, um, don't worry, the birth is overrated and people don't prepare you for the gore. <laughs> what? How cooked is that? Oh, man. That is... You're going to have some serious, seriously silent nights. Um <laughs> There is, there's gonna be, <laughs> there is going to be not a lot of talking around the dinner table uh, a few days after that one. That's, that's very rough. Hey, look, how, for anyone, you, how could you, how could you, like, what will get you back from that brink? Flowers? Flowers isn't going to get that back. <laughs> I've, I've, I don't have good, I don't have good juju when it comes to that particular relationship. What the do you only, reckon, the only thing that you would do to get, to, to get back is to give birth through your penis to, <laughs> so, so that you can say, hey, I know how it feels. I'm very sorry. I made a mistake. Yeah, and we're back to the bubbler. Coming back. <laughs> would, ugh, yuck. All right. Well, thank you very much, Bron. Uh, another great round of Clickfish this week. So uh, please. It does, Clickfish, uh, it's weird. It. Every week it ends up a little bit smutty, and I don't think it's your fault, Bron. I'm no, very it's sorry my for that. fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's usually my fault. I do apologise. I mean, sometimes we can cut it out. Sometimes we can't. So, if you if you heard all that rot uh, towards the end there, then I'm very sorry about that. And if you didn't, well, you don't even know that this happened. So there you go. Here's a bit of podcast magic for you. Hey, thanks, Bron. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Wait before you go, Bron. Yes. How was your weekend after basking in the glow of meeting Andrew Gaze on Friday? Your uh, unlikely uh, crush who came to us on the show bit, and was so stoked with chatting to you. I'm still a bit um, hot and bothered but after talking to Andrew Gaze, my my one true love. Did did your um did your partner have anything to say about it? No, he knows my love for Andrew Gaze. He knows he'll never compare. So. It's fine. <laughs> oh, so whoever whoever you date will always be Andrew Light. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> fair Definitely. enough. All right. Well, thank you so much again, Brian. We'll catch you soon. Thank you. And stick with us. We're going to be chatting to Lisa Mann very, very shortly. You're on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. All Day Breakfast. 
with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Now, Matokine, each week you might be able to hear that there are some very special sponsors that help bring all day breakfast to your ears for free. And uh, this week it's really exciting. BPay have jumped on board to help us out uh, getting the show. And I love that this sponsorship involves quite an incredible story. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we've got a guest on who is part of this story and I guess really launched this whole initiative that BPay are doing. Uh, they are a, a drag queen who started off the career in uh, Cairns, uh, currently in living in Melbourne, uh, comedian, MC, um, was supposed to be at the Drag Expo last week, actually, which uh, unfortunately that couldn't go ahead. I know, but uh, please give a welcome to the show, Lisa Mann. Hello. Hello, boys. How are we? So good. So good, Lisa. Thank you very much for jumping on. I mean, I was reaching out for any good news stories in these times. And um, seeing y- yourself helping out a few people was certainly one of those. Can you tell us sort of what you sort of started just on a whim before any anyone from BPay got involved? So it started out with me thinking, you know what, if I, I'm, I'm still gainfully employed. I haven't lost a significant chunk of my income. So I thought, you know what, if you're a wig maker, if you're a costume maker, if you're a choreography, look, I'll commission work from you. Um, just let me help you get through. And then I realized, oh, you know, that's still a bit consumerist. <laughs> so I stopped um, asking for commission work and just said, hey, if you need a bill paid, let me know. And so every fortnight when my pay dropped from my um, my daytime employer, I would say, hey, first in, first dressed. Uh, doesn't matter the size of the bill. If you've got electricity, water, internet, whatever you need done, let me help you out. And from there, it just kind of like, like I would do, I was doing that for a couple of months. And then just one week, it just exploded. Like it's just struck a chord with some people. Um, and this is obviously all before like Job Seeker and all that had been kind of finalized. Um, and people from all around the country and all around the world were messaging me going, how can I help? Let me pay a bill for someone. And it just kind of grew from there. And then we got a bit more traction and it just continued to grow and grow and grow until um, it became this monster that was almost out of my control. Well, <laughs> and so you became the bill fairy godmother, yeah. Lisa. I did, yes. <laughs> I word being fairy, absolutely. Were, were there any, were there any, um, um, what were the more interesting sort of bills that you, were there any interesting bills that you had to pay or were they all sort of straight utilities? No, like there oh, was parking really fines, I hope. In there. Like <laughs> we helped a young mother who had just gone through a mastectomy like put food on her table and a battery in her car and we've been paying rent and utilities and all all these sorts of things. Pretty incredible. You've put together a tutorial on how to get better at paying bills and um, that's up online and BPay are paying a, a dollar per view of that in order to, yeah, help people with, with paying off some things that they, uh, yeah, they're struggling with at the moment. So now BPay are on board and with every view of my tutorial that you'll see on bpay.com.au, they're going to donate $1 towards My Money Dream, which is a uh, financial education program to help Indigenous Australians and First Nations people uh, get better at managing their finances, which is such an incredible initiative. 
Absolutely. And you and you mentioned earlier on, Lisa, that sort of economy and the, the group of people around. When people think of the arts, obviously the people at the front of stage, whether it's yourself as a drag queen, whether it's musicians who are singer, the singers in the band, uh, those they get a lot of the spotlight. But you, you brought up like the wig makers and the choreographers and, and those kind of people. Um, can you tell us, particularly in the drag scene, what kind of people you work with and, um, yeah, the people behind the scenes that can help you put on a, on a show, you, you know, in normal times? Look, they say Rome wasn't built in a day and it was done with half as much plaster. Let me tell you, it goes <laughs> a lot into making a drag show. So you've got choreographers, costume designers, stage managers, lighting technicians, sound technicians, DJs, bartenders who do the most valuable work I could ever <laughs> lay hands on. Um, but all of it, like it's, it's a whole community. It's a whole almost orchestra of behind-the-scenes people that go on to make what you would just consider a night out, a night out. And so to be able to help a community that was struggling and the arts are always the first to suffer um, was something I really treasure that I've been able to do. What in in a drag a drag environment are the hot new, you know, concepts that will be with us in the next three, four, five years as game changers when it comes to uh, putting on a drag show? Oh, look, it all comes down to the cosmetics. (laughs) (laughs) Who's bringing out what range of cosmetics? How good are the pigments? How big are the lashes? How big are the jewels? How glamorous (laughs) are the costumes? How tight are the corsets? Oh, and and can I tell you... (laughs) Homophobically tight is apparently the trend. Um, <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? What's the and trend? as a larger last, I'm just opting out. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw on bigger pads to make it look like I've got a smaller waist. I'll wear your couch if, it takes, if that's all it takes. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, Have uh, you ever tried putting toothpaste back in a tube? <laughs> You've seen me in a corset. <laughs> uh, well, Lisa, man, thank you so much for joining us today on Matt and Alex All Day Breaks. Thank you so much for... Being so generous, um, you know, when with, for other people that are in need, and uh, thanks as well to BPay for teaming up with you and also um, contributing to the First Nations Foundation with every view that you uh, can check out when you watch your tutorial on the bpay.com.au website. Oh, it's an awesome collaboration, and them helping out our show this week as well. It's been so wonderful. So thank you very much, Lisa Man. Uh, keep thanks, at guys. it, and hopefully see you at the Drag Expo uh, next time. Cheers. <laughs> All day breakfast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much, Lisa Mann, being so kind, uh, paying people's bills. Thank you again to producer Bron for clicking that bait that we don't want to nibble on, making sure and our lips are without hook. <laughs> exactly right. And please get in touch if you have an unusual punishment that you've been uh, dished out. Get through that on tomorrow's show. But until then, um, stay safe. Don't be a sim. We'll catch you on the next episode of Bad and Alex's All Day Breakfast. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.